Welcome to The Future Is Then, the podcast that gives you permission to live your truth. I am Janae Hicks, your guide on the Zen journey, and I'm thrilled to be here with my bestie, Karina, to share the lessons learned from this insane adventure that we call life. This has been years in the making, but we are ready to create a safe space to help people like us navigate work and life with humor, honesty, and a lot of heart. Whether it is our missteps, insights, or leveraging our natural talents, we want to support your journey to create a life worth living right now. From difficult experiences to moments of pure joy, we are here to help you get through it all so that you can come out wiser and more resilient. We are going to bring you closer to the light, even on the darkest days, so come on. Karina and I believe that life doesn't have to be so hard. We must learn to create more space for our truth. This fall, we invite you to join us on our Zen journey as we delve into the extraordinary stories of ordinary people just like you. Together, we will build a community center on acceptance and self-discovery. So sit back, relax, and let's get real about the Zen journey. We are excited to have you along for the ride. Hello, Zen Seekers, and welcome to our final episode of season one of the Future is Zen podcast. We are very much going to celebrate our journey of self-discovery and growth. Today, we are filled with so much awe and pride as we reflect on the choices we've made to become the best versions of ourselves. My bestie and I, we're here. We're also going to share the cringeworthy moments of the first season because life is full of ups and downs and our podcast is no exception. We very much believe in authenticity and vulnerability, and that means embracing the awkward, cringeworthy moments that come along with personal growth because Rini and I can go in on ourselves and we were <laughs> after producing some of these podcasts and listing all of the really bothersome things that would normally make us either question if we're ready or want to record a hundred times. And our producer was like, no, create an episode that highlights this experience because ultimately that's what it means to celebrate the extraordinary journey of the ordinary person. So we are going to dive in. Rini, last episode. Hey, good morning. Good morning. all right um I'm here for it it was such a fun ride such a fun journey um do you want me to start with the initial question let's go for it I was just thinking okay first I think what do I want to say I want to offer to our um our listeners and supporters and the people who are on this zen journey with us I be having to talk Karina into stuff so this is important to note, like Karina don't just come into the Janae um, headspace like, okay, Janae, I'm going to do it. I have to like start real slow and I have to like paint the picture and I have to um, tell her. That is not my experience. Okay. No, so, okay. I reflected on this this morning. I reflected on this this morning. So initial expectations and motivations for starting a podcast. Yes. Janae initiated the idea. I had my skepticism in her initial first moments of saying the word podcast. Yeah, for sure. Um, but by the time she was done with her quote unquote pitch, my pitch, pitch my Rini pitch, uh, <laughs> I was I was in. I was in after she was done with her initial pitch. It takes one conversation from Janae and she knows. Um, 
So, yeah, I was in because guess what? We wrote so much content in our 30s. Mm-hmm. We just had all this content. We mm-hmm. had content. Yeah. And I don't think we've fully delved into it because things have changed and now our things that we want to say are different. Sure. But the fact that we spent a decade writing about these experiences, I was like, why not? Well, yeah, let's yeah. just publish it. Let's just no, publish that was it. it. That was podcasting it. was an easy way to start because I had done podcasting in the past and I'm grateful for the momentum that it provided. Yeah. I feel that like the podcasting, I went into it with trust for you yeah. and trust of you knowing that it was going to be good and it was going to be juicy and it was going to be powerful and fun to spend yeah. time with you in this way. Um, but now the momentum has unlocked all of these other things within us that yeah. I'm so excited to share with our audience. I know because I'm just so impressed with us. I know people don't like to say that, like when they're real, but I'm so impressed. Like when if reading signs on, it's going to be done. Like that is just the honest to God truth, which is why I do most of the hard things with her because reading just has a gift of being able to build infrastructure and operations. And it becomes, it's very easy for her. It's one of her gifts. And so when Reenie said like, Yes, we're going to do it. I was like, we about to do it. It's no <laughs> momentum. It's the momentum. Like, give me some momentum. Like, give me a that Indiana Jones ball rolling behind your back yeah. while Indiana Jones is running behind you. Yeah. Picture it out of your head. That yeah. is me. I'm Indiana yeah. Jones with that ball, but I need the ball to provide some momentum, or else I'm like, mm, not moving with it. You know, yeah. and. So yeah, I was I was excited. Uh, and let me tell you something else. It. I think I want to offer because we're best friends, and people are very cautious about working with best friends with their friends. Oh, yeah. Like you yeah. have. You know, you have to find the friend that kind of matches your work aesthetic and can understand. Can I always say Karina speaks Janae? I also think we are very like-minded, right? So we we embody some of the same values about how we want to live in this world and the growth that it takes in order for us to be the best versions of ourselves. And we both work hard, right? And so it, it's not a situation where it's going to be one person doing more than the other. We're both going to step up and, um, and lead with that same, like, vigor and tenacity that is needed to like get something done and I think knowing your best friend is important too this is me offering and encouraging if someone wants to do something with a best friend or with a person but you just don't know how I know Rini I've known Rini since she was 14 15 years old so I know what inspires her but I also know what is going to make her say okay this is overwhelming and too much and so she and I started with kind of setting ground rules and boundaries for how we were going to do this and what was going to make sense and we check in a lot and I think that's a big deal you know um because things change and our lives are consistently ebbing and flowing. And so I think when we're talking about doing something big or something, you know, out of the normal scope of how we move through the world, it's important to be on the same page. And I think we did a really good job of that, Rini. I do. I do. Um, We are very similar, but our personalities complement each other in strengths and weaknesses because I like to do behind the scenes and I know that you are like, let's talk to the people. (laughs) Um, But 
but like you said, I mean, you that was eloquent. Thank you for sharing that. I want to say that, you know, doing projects and off and giving like your creativity to the world doesn't have to always be for profit or fame. And that was one of the things we talked about initially. And I think that it helps you as a human to do creative things that are not just for productivity, um, that are not having some end goal. And that is another big aspect of this is that we were like, hey, we have this content. We have something to say. We wrote it and writing is a form of creativity. Um, let's share it. Yes. Yes. We just decided to share it. It's not for it was not for any level of productivity or we didn't have any productivity outcomes. We just wanted to do it. And I encourage people, if you have a best friend and you're passionate within your friend group about something, do it for the creative process. Yes. Do it for getting something out of yourself that is within you. And we all have creativity in us. And we all feel so much more ourselves when we are being creative. Well, that's so true, Rini. And I think that's why we were so surprised when we looked at the numbers and it was like people outside of like our 10 group friend circle <laughs> that we had shared this with that actually like listened to the podcast. We were like, oh, so someone else besides us is listening to mm -hmm. what we have to say. And that was inspiring in itself because like Rini noted, when we went into this work, into this space, it was because we just felt like we had something to say. And really, we wanted to normalize that we're not okay with the things that have been kind of shoved into our, how we feel like we need to move through this world. And we were like, it's just not working for us. And we, we need to be able to talk it through with people like us or people who don't have their own community um, mentors and friends and a collective that is willing to see things differently. And so as we go into the next part of this, and we think about how we are going to do the most good in the Zen space, I think it is super important for us to shout out Kelly. Can we start with Kelly, Rini? Can okay. we talk about that? Okay. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's oh, we're going to go into, well, we, we, you and I were talking about communities, but let's talk about this team just okay. to kind of segue. We built a team. It is not just the two of us. Me and Janae, we are phenomenal women, but we have a lot of holes in our skill set and yeah. we had a team to help us. Let's start with Kelly. Oh my gosh. Okay. So Kelly is um, this marketing and creative genius who designs um, for her own independent company. And she, I found her because she designed uh, Janae Hicks therapy with Janae's website. But I learned that Kelly spent like 20 years in marketing and she's just brilliant at helping us to make it make sense, whatever it is, as we, you know, kind of delve into this entrepreneurial um, creative space that Rini nor I knew or understand. You know, Rini by trade is an, an educator and I um, by trade worked in finance and administration and in um, therapy. Like we are not creatives, we're not marketers. And so Kelly 
when I told her that Karina and I were thinking about, you know, doing this book, we didn't know what to do with it. She was like, Janae, you should do a podcast. It's really easy. And I was like, no, it, it's not easy, Kelly. She was like, no, I'm telling you, it is easy. And Kelly then began to work with myself and Rini and Chris and just showing us how easy it was to do the podcast. Now, easy and subjective because like that little um beeping in the intro of the podcast where my fire um what is it the smoke detector was malfunctioning and all I can hear is beeping that isn't easy it's actually cringeworthy and it makes me like <laughs> want to grind my teeth like I have to like fast forward through that every single time I listen I live in a world of beeps and clicks and ticks. So I didn't even notice it. I thought it was my own smoke detector. Like between smoke detectors and house alarms and just, mm -mm, I was like, what is in there? I had to really intently listen in my car to be like, oh, it is a smoke detector, but mm. I'm a B or a C kind of girl. A is not what I'm always, it, it was good enough for me. So we kept it and it was worthy. And our good, good friends text us like, get it together yeah and yeah our producer is a fire uh fighter so it was really in his ear too and i was like mm, yeah. and some people were, were just like Rini, and they were like no no no, i didn't hear i don't know what you're talking about and so that was very helpful for me one in not getting caught in perfection paralysis right and continuing to move forward trusting the expert like kelly said like hey i'm going to show you how to do this oh by the way shout out Rini. let me not forget this kelly is creating um a how-to guide for um um, regular people like us who want to create podcasts, it's going to be very affordable. And she's going to put it out um, based on the work that she's done with us. And she's going to give our um, listeners 20% off of that um, that product and service that she's going to offer. So we'll put it in the show notes. But oh, that's, okay, Kelly. Okay, Kelly. But it's needed. It, right and so we trusted the expert um we called in our circle um we Rini and I knew very much that we can do a lot of great things and if there's a book in a google search I definitely feel like I can do it and Rini does too so it's not much besides like brain surgery that we don't feel like we could do well but we also know we knew that we were going to have competing priorities and that we needed a team and so I'm also saying, where's your team? Like, if you want to do something big or different or new, it's okay that you don't know how to do it and that you call in more effective people to help you with it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. This was a passion project that we decided to dedicate some funding to from our own personal finances, because in the same way that you would pay for a painting class, this is how I, this is how it comes for me in my head. I'm a cheapo. Okay. I don't very buy frugal. a lot of that. I'm very frugal. You would know this, but in the same way that I've purchased a painting class for myself or painting lessons or anything, yoga, these, this is an expense um, by, you know, bringing in these experts, some of the experts, we didn't have to pay, we had in-kind donations, like yeah. my husband. <laughs> but the point is, we put in something because it was a part of a, a creative project we wanted to do, and we couldn't do it all ourselves. Um, Absolutely. I, I want to let me tell you, I just want to tell you guys, I <laughs> said, Rini, um, 
one of, I have a client that suggested to me some um, podcasting materials that will be inexpensive. And so I sent Rini this microphone and the microphone was like $300. Just the fuck today. I'm not spending $300 on a microphone. Inexpensive is a very objective word and bitch, no. Hell fuck no. Hell no. No and no. But I did when I sent it to her, I chuckled to myself. I was like, Karina's about to shut this all the way down. I made myself some warm tea today, so I hope my voice quality is better. For the low, low price of three dollars, <laughs> y'all gonna get a better That's voice quality because of warm Warm right. tea. We're gonna try warm tea before we try a new <laughs> microphone. That's that's just it. Because okay. Listen, so why is that important? Because the sound quality matters when you're podcasting, and so we're trying to figure out how do we keep this a passion project, which means that we are not, you know, expending a significant amount of revenue on it, but we're we're making certain that we're true to our values and why we are doing this particular project at this particular moment in our life. And so we're trying to find, you know, like what is what works for us we don't want you guys to be cringing through the episode trying to get through it but we also don't want to go broke trying to figure out how we can make this audio the best ever Mm-mm, we're not and and i won't it's just it's not happening i want to go back to perfection paralysis for a second because i spent time reflecting on that and i think our perfectionism is something that we We have a lot of, like I said, we have a lot of things in common and then we have a lot of things that complement one another. So you are a spender, I am a saver. That is an area where we complement one another because we find a balance. But perfectionism is an area that we both, uh, that has, I'm going to use the word you used earlier that I really enjoyed. Perfectionism was shoved on us um, as like, you got to be twice as great. I mean, twice as good to get ahead and blah, blah, blah. You and I were both supposed to be doctors by 25, Doogie Hauser, whatever. So I think our profession, our perfectionism continues to creep in for the full year. Sure. You know, you can hear that in the, you are enough episode. That was all mm-hmm. about our perfectionism and yeah. us literally moving through that perfectionism paralysis. But we we continue to push arbitrary dates yes. um, that we had selected. Yes. We decided that at, at the end of it, in reflection, we decided that certain months would, would be blocked for the future. Um, we both turned 40 this year. And in May, we were like, we're dropping a podcast. And in <laughs> July, we're like, we're dropping a podcast. No, we turned 40. And it didn't happen into the fall, a lot closer to the fall. But I'm proud of us continuing to push that arbitrary date because it was arbitrary. And I try to use that word intentionally throughout my day as I'm like, "Mm, that number is arbitrary. It means nothing to have it out in May versus July versus September. Um, And we had big goals. But really what we did is ended up saying, like, we're going to block these months as months that we don't work on this because we do have other priorities. And you know, sometimes your your creativity, your passion projects, the things you love have to be minimal, minimized for your busy season, you know, or your birthday. So- I love that so much. I, I want to just stay there with you for a second because you and I both do consulting work, right? So that's important. And you and I are bringing this kind of... Um, 
standard of excellence to whomever we work with. And we did, you and I both had like a busy season of work. And so we we wouldn't (laughs) have been able to predict that when we were first creating the guest calendar or what we wanted to offer to the Zen Seekers during this season. And so one thing I just always want to just give kudos for you, and I'm doing it more just as a, a general rule and habit is we don't have to do it. We don't have to do it. Like, listen, we don't have to bring that person on right now. Like we can push the date. We don't have to re-record. Like whatever it looks like based on what is presenting in our daily life is what we are moving through. And that is such a learning and growth experience for you and I, the people who should have been doctors, the responsible one, the the one- (laughs) We're definitely like, no, I need to be, I need to have the A. Like, where's the A? And we are saying, mm-hmm. but maybe we don't. And th- like, that's that's something to celebrate. A 3.0 took me through. So I'm just going to say, a 3.0 took me through. Now, I am still paying off student loans that if I got the 4.0, I probably wouldn't have. That's another episode. That's another episode. But a 3.0. Let me tell y'all. I just have to give you I'm trying not to spend too much time on this. When you have lived with a person your whole life, you know them. We like literally skipped our whole senior year of high school and Karina still banged out like a 3.7. I just like, please stop, Karina. (laughs) She, I was like, ringing. We didn't even go a whole last month. How? No, you didn't go. You didn't go. I I would, I would in go your in car. sometimes. We, we shared lives. Like, wouldn't you? I would go in. I would go back in the building sometimes and do the work. And let me say, this is before anyway, Google Classroom, okay. so we could not be, you know, it was no on the phone. If I had the technology that the kids now have, mm, 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 mm. but here, here we I go. Got okay, I got back to our team. Our team. Let, are we going to talk about any more team members? <laughs> no, I think, I think, shout out to Kelly, shout out to Chris. Oh, shout out to Ari and Madeline. Oh my gosh. So you guys, we are on socials, but Rini and I are busy as fuck. And so Ari like makes certain that we are, that the content is authentic and that we are consistently there. So we appreciate her. Madeline organizes our life. So she is helping us to start the Zen Collective, which is our nonprofit that will focus on supporting BIPOC young professionals and filling in the gaps of their life. And that's coming next year. So we're super excited about that. And so these young professionals, these brilliant young women have committed to supporting us. We don't pay them no whole bunch of money either. And they be on it. Okay. They inspire us. They inspire us. We have a chat where we talk about content and I'm just telling you, like, I love young people. I need some young energy in my life. If you are building your team and you don't have young energy, please add some immediately because you need all of that young energy. So we appreciate um, Madeline and Ari. We appreciate all of our sister friends who have pretty much agreed to share their worlds on our podcast. A special shout out to Shahida and Stephanie who started the conversation for us, offered us really, really good content and were very authentic. And we appreciate you all so much. I agree. Like we started this with guests of people within our community because we have dope women in our community. And when we say we were celebrating the voices or the extraordinary moments of the ordinary person, we're talking about ourselves. Yes. We're talking about ourselves. We don't just gloat on ourselves. We gloat on our friends too. 
they are so amazing. And here's the thing, we are creating these lives and for the most part, we're doing it, we're building the plane in the air, y'all. Like we don't have a blueprint or a structured guide on how we're going to be authentic and and live the live at you know to the highest capacity that we can imagine like we're literally doing it in real time and it feels i feel lucky that we have so many people friends and family that are around that support us and who can offer their journeys in a way that can that will resonate with people you know like it's a big deal okay Janae, before we move too far past this, can you give a little bit more clarity and context to the Zen Collective and what the future of Zen means from like a broader standpoint to to us? I would say I want to talk about Ari and Maddie again and how when I say they inspire us, it's not just like, oh, look at how cool or cute they are, but they remind us of ourselves and we're able to have these authentic conversations we've built beautiful relationships like you went to lunch you took Maddie to lunch on her birthday and I'm not local we're not all local to one another but I want to talk about like the fellowship program I want you to highlight that absolutely okay so when Rini and I first started when we first decided that we wanted to create more space to support people we specifically identify young professionals, BIPOC professionals, because we were really speaking to our younger selves. So Karina noted that we were supposed to be doctors. Karina and I both were definitely primed to be physicians. We were in um, a accelerated, you know, science program in high school. We both chose uh, prof- um, majors in college that were biology majors, whether we loved it or not. Um, we, this is who we thought we were going to be. And as we grew older and she and I both, you know, went in different directions professionally and figured out what life was going to look like based on what we needed at that moment, we thought like, what would it, what could have been if we had more support, right? And we, if you're a first gen college student, you don't have anyone to advise you on what your future state could and should look like because nobody has ever done it. And Rini and I have both lived and we have excelled within our own um, right, within our careers. We've met amazing mentors and sponsors and advocates. We continue to excel and grow and learn. And we wanted to provide a, a, a space, a platform, support across all domains for young professionals like ourselves. So for young Renees and Janae, and that's where the Zen Collective, um, that's where the Zen Collective comes in. So moving forward, we want to take this passion project. We want to formalize it into a nonprofit and we want to find ways to fund young professionals who are attempting to do these Um, high-performing careers, we want to offer them support financially, um, mentorship, emotionally, from a well-being perspective, whatever they need that allows them to focus their entire being on becoming 
in that profession, we want to be able to fill in what I call the hidden curriculum. And so Rini and I are starting that process. We are going to do an entire special edition for young professionals. We have some young, um, some live podcasts that we are preparing for um, where we're going into space with these young professionals to talk about what it means to go from good to great and to be effective leaders. And we are going to find funding for these young professionals. What would it have meant for you if you are a Karina or a Janae or you're a first or second gen um, college student and you just had money to travel back home? You had money for the high stakes testing. You had um, indefinite therapy that was offered to you to get through some of the more stressful times. What would it mean to just have another layer of support? And you don't have to go to your family for it, but you had this anchoring entity that is saying to you, I am going to support you to and through your matriculation so that you can be the best version of yourself. And that's what Karina and I are going to do. We get ready to dig in and we're going to do the most <laughs> good. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's true. And our book, this book that we keep talking about that we wrote, we wrote a bunch of content. It was all for young professionals. Yes. So that is where it started. And when Janae presented the Zen Collective, because she be pitching me, y'all, she be pitching me and she pitches me well, and I'm always a taker. I'm always investing in it. Um, but when she brought that idea that is when the podcast became really full circle for me because that was the intention of the book the book was all about what we wanted to say to young professionals and a lot of the book content we didn't necessarily go into because at this point um gratefully like the world has expanded with podcasts and technology where I think some of those messages to young professional professionals are formalized in books by black, by black professionals. And that was just not, if, if it existed, it was not something that was presented to us. But the work that we do is all about that. Like my consulting that I do, my contracting work is about teaching young people about career exposure and career preparedness. Mm -hmm. And that sounds ugly and formal, but the same stuff I'm talking about on the podcast is the same stuff I talk to to them about I talk to them about trying on different things I talk to them about giving themselves grace yeah. um, anxiety and how to manage that when you're going into something new why because I struggled with anxiety in high school and no one was talking to me about it nice. um, thankfully we have a bunch of mental health professionals in the school but the point is yes this is what is, we're passionate about this is the work we do outside of the future is in and I'm just so excited to to bring the fellowship and yeah that part really excites me I know it's so us right Rini it's like a Rini and it's like it, it just screams Karina and Janae and I love how you noted we do this in our own individual lives because we do right so I am an executive therapist I support leaders and teams I work to make to figure out how to make work suck less. I also work with um, high performers, specifically Black women. So Black women, you know, there's always this intersect and duality of who they should be versus who they are. And my goal is to provide more space for acceptance so that they can do what they're gifted to do, which is be great. And so, and then, you know, supporting a new generation of therapists who are trained to support high performers. Like that's a big deal for me. Like, so it's, it's just like you said, a full 
circle moment. And I am so excited for what 2024 is going to bring on our own terms. That's a big deal for me too. Like, so figuring out what makes sense for us um, is a big deal. And so I think Greeny, let's just, I think if we were going to just kind of like bring this in and kind of close us out, I would love for us to talk about biggest lessons of 2023. And then you tell me what, how you want to close us out. And then I say it's a wrap sister. Okay. I'm going to focus on biggest lessons related to this project. The future is in um, and give, you know, just one or two key takeaways from what we've talked about today to summarize what we've talked about. Um, the thing is, you have to find your community and find the people you work well with. You don't do that by holding back. You do that by working with people. This is the second podcast I've done. I did a podcast with a friend who was an educator many years ago, and it was a wonderful experience. Um, but the point is you try things on, you, you just do it. Nice. Um, be creative and let your creativity flow. Even if you're not sharing it publicly like we are, let your creativity flow. Do the writing, do the painting, do the drawing. Get it up out of you and put it somewhere. Be creative. Yes. Um, because you never know where it might take you. I love that. I love it so much. Um, what could I offer? Um, I want us to keep small promises to ourselves daily, right? If we develop these rituals and routines, we learn to say no to things that don't serve us and we hold our boundaries even when they're uncomfortable, then it'll allow you more space to do the things that align with your soul. This is so nourishing for me. It doesn't feel like work. I feel good every time I get out of this space. Rini talked a lot about this during um, this, this episode. I, be passionate right? Like our passion really leads the conversation most of the time. Be flexible. We have to be flexible. Um, everyone is going to encounter unanticipated adversity across the domains of your life. Like how are you going to be agile within that space? And um, allow for change to be okay. We started, we wanted to write a book. Times changed, we changed. And so we figured out how we were going to still do what we think is best, but in a different form. And I think that that is a win for us. And I want to continue to lead with that lens in mind, Rainy. I think that's a good thing. I agree. So remember y'all, find your light, stand in your truth, because the future is then. I literally cannot get it, Rini. Okay. Today I just put it in the chat. I saw it, but I couldn't pick it up fast enough. It, I saw it come across, and then they start like telling me things like you're chatting as a guest. I was like, why are you talking to me like this, Rini? I'm going to be better. I'm going to be better next season. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye, bye, Rini. Thanks for listening to The Future is Zen with your hosts, Janae Hicks and Karina Coleman. We hope to help others find happiness, peace, and personal fulfillment, even in the midst of everyday chaos. Don't forget to check out the show notes where you'll find helpful resources related to today's episode. Also, we'd love for you to connect with us on Instagram. Follow us at The Future is Zen for behind the scenes content, updates on upcoming episodes, and a community of like-minded Zen seekers. 
who are passionate about personal growth and mindful living. Until next time, peace out.